0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Holy Name Sisters, Women on a Mission. I'm Sister Teresa Shields. I live in Seattle, Washington, and my co-host is
1: Sister Mimi Maloney, and I live in Santa Cruz, California.
0: Mimi will say the opening prayer, and then we will talk to our guests today.
1: Blessed Marie Rose de Roche. Obtain for us today the audacity of faith, the simplicity of hope, and the power of love, that we may actualize the words of Jesus I have come to cast fire upon the earth, and would that it were already kindled. Of. Amen.
0: Amen. Our okay. guests today, we have three guests today two guests from Ramona Convent Secondary School in Alhambra, California, Sister Daileen Larkin and Francois Laboree, who work in the campus ministry department. And we also have our associate who works at Holy Names Academy in Seattle, Julie Tillman.
1: Welcome again to each of you. And I'd like to begin by asking each of you, To introduce us to and tell us a little bit about the schools at which you work, and maybe, uh, Julie, we can begin with you. Let's begin with Holy Names Academy in Seattle.
2: Super excited to be here today. It's an honor to be with you all and share in our shared charism and mission and the legacy of the sisters. I'm Julie Tillman. I've been at Holy Name Seattle for this is my 18th year. I am the director of campus ministry here. We are a school of about 600 students at this point, and the charism is very much alive and well here. Today, we're going to be delivering Christmas baskets to Mercy Housing, which is an organization that the sisters have partnered with for many years. Really, our social justice work is rooted in the core values, and it's really where the students find their passion for how they want to make the world a better place.
1: Thank you, Julie. And uh, Delene or Francois, um, either one of you or both of you want to say something about uh, Ramona Convent Secondary School? Okay,
3: I'm Dailene Larkin. I completed my professional compensated ministry as a theology teacher and campus minister at Ramona Convent Secondary School in Alhambra. Um, And Francois, why don't you go next and then we'll build on each other.
4: My name is Francois Labourie. Uh, I have been at Ramona Convent for nine years. Uh, This is a very long time, though I, I do like to spend a lot of time in one place, especially a place that's welcoming. That's part of our charisms here at Ramona Convent, hospitality, um, and, and just really uh, just learning about this this community and how it's, it's progressed over the years. Uh, and then, of course, when Daylene joined us, um, as our department chair, I mean, she really brought us a world of of new new ways of looking at uh, the corporate stands of the holy names. As every week we have a reminder as to what we're what we're looking at. I, I think Daylene has really helped us out uh, in terms of focusing on on those corporate stands.
3: And the other thing we're focusing on this year is core values. And um, Julie, I think you mentioned those, so that. No matter where we are, as holy names, high schools, academies, we're all living the same charism, the same values, and the same spirit of Mother Rose, uniquely expressed
0: at
1: our local sites. Thank you, all of you. That's wonderful, wonderful work you're doing.
0: So, you kind of alluded to this, but would you tell us about the mission, the mission of your schools, and how that mission is accomplished?
3: I think what's really important for me is that our mission statement at Ramona focuses on preparing our young women to be constitutive members of society. And that means that whatever they learn in whatever class they're taking is preparing them to be morally value-driven people as they move into college and university and then into their career lives. So that, for me, is really important. So the focus then on integrating service into that training and that experience is um, critical to who they become.
4: And I really feel that it's it's like you said, Sister Daylene, it's, they're contributive members of the global community. They're not just thinking local. They're thinking globally, all of their actions from, from the books that they read in our classes, to even to the documentaries we just finished watching, you know, which tied in with their finals, you know, uh, we we start. This was from Sister Anna Keim, who had suggested that we start watching a documentary called Flow. It's called For the Love of Water, and um, and and how how they're how just even a small action can really change. Uh, the world and how it's but how it's necessary and, and, and how they should really, really be part of that global thinking, um, even if they are starting locally.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful.
2: Yeah, one of the things we've implemented over the past few years is social justice projects for our students. So we partner with a nonprofit that is global called Design for Change. And our students design social justice projects to make a difference Mm. in either our school community or the wider community. They use design thinking to do that. And they participate through their theology classes. So every single grade um, has students engaging with actively engaging with a project where they can make a difference in their community. And often those are connected to the corporate stands. So one year we had students going down to Olympia to advocate for legislation that would protect trafficked people. Um, We have had students um, working on racial justice projects. We've had students advocating for the homeless. We've had any different number of topics that really connect to this legacy of the sisters and our charism.
3: What we might want to clarify for our listeners is that the sisters have what we call corporate stands. And that means as a congregation, that means our international sisters have gone through a process of study and have determined that we want to take a corporate, a body, a whole stand and to make that public. And so we have three. Our first one was human trafficking against women and children. And after study, we did that in 2004. And then we did water as a human and public right. After study, we proclaimed that in 2008. And then our most recent one after study was for migrants and refugees. And that was done in 2017. And so when you hear us talk about that, that's what we're saying, and if you are interested in the wording of those three stands, you can go to the website of the US Ontario Sisters of the Holy Names and follow the links from what we do. Justice and corporate stands and you'll get the actual wording of those three stands so hopefully that gives you a context for the, com- for the comments that we're making.
0: Oh, thank you. That's really helpful, Daylene, and thank you for bringing out that. We also talk about our core values, and those are things like hospitality and justice and care for the vulnerable, which are also very important and are printed on huge posters at Holy Names Academy. and I know they're in all of our schools. So thank you so much.
2: Well, I'm looking at our mission statement right now, which was recently reworded with our board of trustees and made more concise. And it really does a beautiful job of articulating who we want our graduates to be when they leave Holy Names Academy. And words like confidence and courage are the starting point of that mission statement because we need those qualities if we're going to be speaking out in our world about all of the issues that need to be addressed thinking critically, acting with purpose, and then advocating for justice, serving with compassion and leading with integrity. And it really is all that we do in every class and every co-curricular on every sports team and in our drama performances, they get to build those skills as they move through high school and then ultimately use them to help make our world a more just
1: and equitable place. Thank you, Julie, beautifully stated.
4: You know, I, I was looking at the core values, and I'm looking at eight core values, and uh, you know, and I'm also thinking about Cardinal Bernadine. I, I think he, I don't know if it was original to him, where he talks about a seamless garment. I, I look at these core values as something seamless that you can't detach them from from each other. You know, full development of the human person. I mean, we have as our first one, and I and I really feel that everything after that it's like a domino effect. And again, I I, I th- thank Sister Daylene for educating us. And actually that's part of our formation process. You know, I, I was I was in Religious Life as well and, and they talk about a, a formation process. And I, I think that that's so important for our students that we're forming them in the faith, but not just about, you know, memorizing scripture or, or prayers, those are important, but I would say that um, that they have a broader view.
3: The core values much- are sort of like the foundation that if you don't have them, then the building can't stand. Um, and as Francois said, they're really integrated. It, we do look at them independently. The bottom line is they, they flow together. And that is that gift of charism that we have inherited from Blessed Marie Rose Rocher, our Foundress. And that word charism means the gift that has been given to the church. And it is our honor and privilege to work as members are committed to that charism at our different institutions, to um, invite our young women, our students, and then our graduates to send them forth, imbued with this whole sense of um, understanding who they are and who they are in relationship to the holy, to God, and then to make a difference in our world. It just doesn't, it's not a me, myself, and I proposition. It's understanding who I am, answering that question, who am I? And then how do I join a we, a we group, uh, a graduate of our institutions, of our schools that goes forth to continue that, that whole legacy of our early, of our, of our alums and um, the legacy that has been given to us.
1: It's so thrilling to hear the wonderful work that it's being carried on at our schools. You're following in the steps of Mother Marie Rose. She always believed that by educating women, we transform society because women form their uh, children and their families, and that emanates out to the larger society. So thank you for continuing this beautiful work.
0: Yes, thank you. Francois,
3: why don't you talk about how you get the students to be do service in our retreat program, because I think that's a really good example of student leadership and carrying forth a commitment to beyond just math and reading and science.
4: Yeah, I, you know, a while back, I thought it would be nice to really include some thing of service uh during the retreats and all grade levels have their retreats uh we just collected for example uh for christmas uh we work with an agency called proyecto pastoral and uh these uh they collect uh, toys for families in need this this starts with um our our kids you know wanting to who want to be empowered and we want to empower our kids you know, after the hurricane in Puerto Rico, I had two students that came up to me and said, hey, you know, do you mind if we start a collection? And, uh, and that's what they did. And and they, they had to figure out well, how much was it going to cost to ship all this stuff to Puerto Rico? Um, you know, what agency were they going to work with? So I really, I, I truly believe in our mission statement when we talk about, um, you know, excellence in education, but also that graduates that are empowered and resilient.
3: One of the things that Francois and his campus ministry team do is they get student leaders to help plan the retreats, and everybody goes off campus for either a day or for the seniors for a series of days so that the students themselves are doing some of the presentations, they're planning the prayer services, there may be a justice activity integrated into the day. So um, I think that's wonderful because then the students own it. And that's part of the, the yearly process at Ramona, but everybody, everybody gets to go on retreat. So the retreat program is important. And I bet Julie, you at Holy Names Academy have that too.
2: We do. And I agree with you that that student leadership is a key part of engagement and skill building for our students as well.
3: And some of their witness talks are just profound, you know, the experience that they've had of God, the holy. And that they're willing to share it, you know, in some and then they usually have small discussion groups. So it's a it's a wonderful experience for them to grow and to experience community together.
2: I'll tell a story um, about a student who graduated 10 years ago, maybe now. She was one of my campus ministry leaders as a senior, and I taught her as a a ninth grader in world cultures. And about a year ago, she sent an email to me and one of the other campus ministers, and It literally named 10 different moments in her time at Holy Names that transformed her thought process around who she wanted to be in the world. She ended up graduating from Holy Names, going to UW. She did a year of the Jesuit Volunteer Corps. She won the Holy Names Award when she graduated. And as a gift, we gave her the book Mountains Beyond Mountains about Paul Farmer by Tracy Kidder. And she articulated that that book really changed her whole sense of calling in the world. And she's now getting a nurse practitioner degree at Boston College, and wants to work in global health, um, following in the footsteps of Paul Farmer, who passed away within the last year, I believe. And it just, I will forever keep that email. (laughs) Because it really roots me in what our ultimate mission is as a school is to empower, educate, and then give those wings for our students to go out and be doing the real work that the sisters have been doing all this time as well.
0: Love it. Love it. That's beautiful.
4: It's nice to see our kids blossom. I I get them when they're freshmen. So they're usually pretty shy at first, and uh, but they they really do grow, and 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 I feel that we give them the resources to do so, um, you know, through the grace of God and the Holy Spirit. But it's I, I really do feel that the the formation process here at Ramona Convent, and and, and and I'm sure at all the Holy Name schools, really does give us these tools, and 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 and, and it unlocks things for our students. The, you know the ones that were shy. Sometimes you know they they don't have to be part of a big group. They can form a group of two or three people, and and then of course just decide, hey, I'm going to collect for for uh, Puerto Rico, for example. It was just two mm-hmm. kids. So I, I I just feel that it's what the Holy Name Sisters have given us as a as a. It's like Daylene said, the core values are are, are foundational.
3: And I think of Julie in our development offices, and she coordinates with alumni. She has a monthly thing called Ramona Goes to Work. And they invite um, alums to come back to campus and the alum meets with students and shares what she's doing. And that is a wonderful testimony because it's very different. You know, it's different people living differently and it it's a really wonderful testament to who who are the graduates and it's not like they're some famous person you know it's people that are doing things that our students today would be thinking about maybe that would be something I want to do so um, the, the alumni are are welcome to do that. And then they also have a young alums on campus thing. And they try to bring like a Christmas time or vacation time to bring some of the younger alums, the college age alums back to campus so that the students can continue to interact with them. And that that person, that peer influence and that peer witness is probably better than my standing up and trying to do something or Francois or you, Julie. Um, it's when they hear their own peers that that reinforces, subtly reinforces all that the, the programs have tried to prepare them for.
1: This has been so wonderful. It's so inspiring. Marie Rose, our founders, cast the fire of God's love by founding our community. Way back in 1843, and it's so wonderful to see how you, these schools, continue to cast the fire of God's love through education, educating for global citizenship.